Tori, I've got a little game we can play. What is it? When you know the words <laughs> of the song, sing along, sing along. Da. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Hey Siri, play the Besties podcast. Now playing episode 24 of the Besties on Spotify. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Besties. You're here with me, Jasmina and Tori as per usual. The baggers have just won seven in a row. It's all happening. It's a bit weird. Um, Feels like I'm in a dream. Tori, does it feel real to you? No. <laughs> where are we? Sorry what not. is this? What is We're this fifth. land? That's of- where we are. No, 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 no. You're older than me. What is this land of seven in a row? I wasn't alive the last time this happened. <laughs> I wasn't I was alive. alive, but I didn't, I don't remember it. Yeah, but at least you were the land of the living. I was not existing. I was like. I was like two. But you were ex- in existence. It's happened yeah, in okay. your lifetime. <laughs> it's a bit crazy. It's a bit crazy. We're fifth, Absolutely. by the way. That's where we are. You asked where fifth. we are? That's where we are. Fifth on the ladder, my friend. It's a nice it's a ladder. nice view. I'm not I'm not feeling I'm scared of heights, so I'm not feeling shaky. I'm not feeling nervous up the top. Yeah. But it's it's nice to look down on a few people and just Hello down there, you know, from hey, fifth how you going? I think I think fifth is it's like good, it's comfortable, not too high, no vertigo. Like I, I feel like Jared up the top I'd be getting a bit dizzy. I like Jared likes to say it's a bit of a safe space. I'm feeling quite safe. Yeah. I don't think St Kilda fans are feeling safe. Not anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. All right, how is your week? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think if anything good happened in my 7 days apart from the footy. Um Oh, yeah, I actually had a really good time. Actually, I have a bit of a story time. Okay. This oh, my new. God. How did I forget this? Okay, so on Tuesday, I waddled down to the club because it was our very own Kirsten's 25th birthday on Friday. So happy birthday, Kirsty. Um, I waddled down to the club and I actually got a jumper signed for her by her favorite player, Zach Fisher, who also returned this week. So I just want to say you're welcome, everyone. I feel like I bought the jujus for that. He had an absolute blinder, signed Kirsten's jumper to her, wished her a happy birthday, did his little squiggle, and he's 25. And it was stunning. She loved it. Um, She was a bit shook. I don't think she was expecting it. Um. But yeah, good times. Love that. That's so, like that's so sweet that he did that for her, um, for her birthday. We will talk about Zach Fisher very <laughs> soon. My seven days. I can't remember. Why do I do this every week? I feel like it must. Nothing must have happened because I just no, yeah. I just don't know. I went to uni. Oh, I did go to Sydney Giants. That wasn't wasn't the worst time but I got rained on so that's not Ooh. like it's not yeah. fun mm. um you know yeah. what with this recap thing I think that now that we're winning like the win is the highlight of the week so everything else just goes to the back of my mind is like it the I same for some, you yeah like I had some really good Guzman on Friday but like nothing <laughs> else is memorable I don't know what'd you get um, I get a ch- I got a chicken burrito bowl. Um, but Yum. mini extra chicken, mm. add lettuce, extra Ooh. 
tomatoey stuff and some extra corn chips that day because I was feeling a bit fun. I like it. I do I do like a bit of glizzy. Did you get some churros on the side? I didn't. I got chips because it was um, lunchtime and I wasn't totally. feeling my dessert best, I'll be honest. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Should we get Cam in? Just get him in. the schedule. I just want to know what Cam thinks. All right. Get him in. Camilla, let's go. Hello, Jazz and Tori. Cam. Hello. Cam. Um, um, if you want to know what I think, um, I think life's good. <laughs> okay, we were going to ask. Sure, so I'm glad you got ahead of, ahead of the game with that one. Yeah, no, things are good. Um, I was pretty, <clears throat> I was pretty confident going into the game. Um, I think I did say last week I thought it was going to be a bit of a bit of a scrappy win, which it sort of turned out to be. I think um, St Kilda make you play to their standard, which yeah. I think is a bit ugly. Um, but I tell you what, that second half was just—I'm just so proud of their efforts. The game was giving a bit of finals footy, like the pressure of like the intensity of how the game was going, the fight back, the crowd, that roof was going to pop off and I wasn't even there. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Cam, I'll, were you I'll, there? No, I wasn't able to get there on Sunday. Um, no, I the sound through the tally was very, very yeah. loud. Um, and, yeah, like we've got some of the best fans in the league. Like once we're up and about, it's very, very noisy. Um, makes me really excited for this week too. I think it's going to be a nice big crowd. But um, yeah, Are you going? I'm just yes, I'll be there. Um, I'm just yeah, really happy with that second half because you know, first half of the year, and then even for the last you know five six years, those are the sort of games that we don't win. Um, yeah, and honestly. You know, the Port game, that was, you know, good to watch. Collingwood as well. But that win against St Kilda, I feel like we've now shown that we can sort of do it anyway. And it's given yeah. me confidence that, you know, we get in a dogfight if we do make finals, that we've got what it takes to to wrestle back momentum and have a come from behind win. So, no, nah, really happy. I totally agree with you, Cam. At quarter time, I was feeling uh, anything but confident. Uh, I actually called Tori. And I said, is it as ugly? I said, is it as bad on TV as it is here right now? Because it was horrible. Hmm. Just the ball was like a bar of soap. I think their pressure. It was their their pressure. Like they were manic, St. Kilda. But what I said to her, and I said, you know what? I don't think it is from my end, from my seat in the house. Nothing's yeah. as ever bad is is as bad as it seems with you, Tori. No, yeah, it's never seriously. that bad. And you know what? I don't think I was ever that stressed in that game. I didn't get to that point. I was, for some reason, had this calmness the entire time. The only time I think there was an ounce of like, oh no, what's happening, was when they were at that like peak of kicking goals and I just went oh come out it. oh it's half time we'll see where it goes from here um 
But I pretty much just said to Jazz, it's not as bad. Our defense is stepping up. Their goals have all been from just an unfortunate turnover of events Mm. in that situation. Ride the wave. Trust the process. I'll talk to you at the end of the game. And I understand that now. (laughs) And I understand that now, okay? But when you're there and just the whole mood in the entire stadium is as somber as it was... Which, I was petrified. But I don't like that. Where's all the confidence gone in? We said this last week that you'd think us winning the past six in a row has taught the fans to just trust, trust the process, trust the game, trust the movements. You said nah. it yourself, so don't shake your head at me. I think everyone needs a little bit of positivity in their life. So I'm going to tell it straight. You all need to grow up, honestly. Grow up a little bit. It's not that bad. They clearly came back and proved you all wrong. And that lid sounded like it was going to pop off the Marvel Stadium after Motlop kicked that goal. Everyone's mood seemed to change, didn't it? I trust the process. Tori, you're all the way up here. I need you to bring it all the way down here for a second. When you're at the game, like it, it stunk of the first time we played St Kilda. It reeked of that and it had it written all over it. And I honestly was worried at halftime. Honestly, I was worried because it always goes one of two ways. I said to my dad, I was like, we need to be within two goals before the three-quarter siren if we are a chance. And that's what happened. But Mm. before that, I'm allowed to be nervous. I have PTSD. We literally have post-traumatic stress disorder. Round 23 was traumatic. These next four weeks are going to be really hard for us because we need to win one more of the three at least. We Two, ideally. In an ideal world, we want to win at least two of them, right? Yeah. These, it's so tight. I understand it completely. And I'm not saying you can't be nervous, you can't be anxious, but have we learnt nothing about Give them some energy. Pump them up a little bit. If you're silent from the get-go, what's that going to do? I think someone made a comment. Might be you, Jasmina, about the cheers. It was me. It was me. Yeah, being quite quiet and not themselves and not bringing the noise. That goes with it. It's from the cheer squad, from the rest of the crowd. That entire first half of football, I did not hear a peep out of them. And I had a massive conversation with Pom today, actually. Shout out, Pom. Energy is everything. So That's like if saying. if we radiate positive energy around the stadium, the boys will feel that. It's one thing to believe it in your head that you can do it, but when you have everyone else believing in you as well, it's that extra push. That's why I was so nervous because the energy in the actual stadium was not that. And I understand that and I'm not saying that it's a black. I understand that that can be how it is. My point being is what you just said is that yeah. if you are a bit more positive, it's probably going to show up a little bit differently to yeah. how you were. I was fine at home. It didn't look as bad because I was had those feelings that this isn't the Carlton. They're going to do something at halftime because they've learned from their mistakes. They've yeah. learned how to fight back and they've learned how to play a four-quarter game of football. That is the difference. So a little bit I of think, positive. I don't know how many times well, I have to say it. A little bit of positivity goes a long way. Sorry, Camilla, okay. continue. I think that was the performance that we needed as fans for them to show us that they can do it because 
Mm. We've been here before. We've won, you know, we've won good games in the last couple of years, but we haven't had too many come from behind victories. So, and like Jazz said, we've got a bit of past trauma about Carlton letting <laughs> us down when we expect them to win. But I think now we can all be pretty confident that yeah. no matter what, we can we can get a win. And we do we do need to try and be positive, but it's just so it's so easy to say when you're like naturally can if you're a very emotional person, the emotions of game day, they just swallow yeah. you up. You can't it's so hard to sit back and reflect. But I hope that, you know, collectively as a fan base, we're um, maybe a bit more level-headed if we find those positions, find ourselves in those positions again. Because um, Twitter was pretty toxic there at halftime. Yeah, it was. Um, it was really bad. Didn't take. Took two quarters of football to go back to where we were seven weeks ago, which was a bit confronting. But um, mm. yeah, Tori, you 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 are right. You are. What do they call you, Confucius or whatever that person is that knows everything? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but look, you know, we're out on the other side. Life's good. We've, we've got a big game against Melbourne this week, and I'm I'm actually really keen to go back in as an underdog because I feel like I'd prefer that sort of tag. Um, and we can just have a good throw at them, give it our best shot, and we'll see what happens. All right. Let's get into the game itself. Nick Newman, I want to highlight more than anybody on that field for just a second. Is he one of the best small defenders in the comp? Yes. 100%. He He's should be he should be getting an AA blazer this year. He I tell you what, he probably won't, which is <sighs> not which is I'd it's not fair. Him. I'd love it's to like this Jacob Weedering shit again. It's this Jacob Weedering shit again when he like clearly diff- earns it. Get out of my it's, face. It's, I've actually had enough. Who like- decides this? Who decides this? It's Who all about it? It's it's you gotta for all Australian. It's very rare that someone will have one amazing season and then get AA straight away. You almost need to have that good year beforehand. But I I reckon he's been unreal. Like he definitely deserves to get to in the squad because he he's yeah. done it all. He's he's had games where he's locked down Toby Green. He's had games like on the weekend where he's had thirty five disposals. Like he is not only just a rebounding defender, he can play multiple roles. So he mm-hmm. has been such a big asset for us this year. And he his form actually hasn't wavered even when we were playing well. Yeah, I agree 150,000%. I love Noodles. I love Noodles so much. We love I Noodles. He loves the club. He loves getting in there. We've said it before. He's that player that just brings a little flair, a little fire, um, yeah. isn't scared of getting in there and having a go and putting his body on the line and getting a little rough around the edges. And he isn't scared of really tall men like Mason Cox. It's good. It is good. Mason Cox, who doesn't know who he is. Learn that name, my friend. Learn that name. Nick Newman. Because he's going to get an AA jumper before you, babe. <laughs> Mason, I can't. I still can't believe Mason Cox has been given a two-year contract. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, Newman was brilliant. Um, you know what? It was our lesser likes on on um, Sunday that were really good too. Like Blake Akers was awesome in that game. Like he just 
Uh, you know, he does do that random kick that we all go, oh, what are, what are you doing? But I don't really care. Like, he just – he does so many good things. Like, he's I feel he like great. he makes up for it around yeah. the ground in so many other places. I was places. about to say that. The man kicked mm. two goals. Two. Yeah, he was big. I was about to say, I don't care if you make mistakes. Like, if you – at the end of the day, it's such a fast-paced game. They literally have one second to make a decision. It's not even funny. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm all good if you make a mistake, but rectify it. Rectify yeah. it later on and then equal it out and it doesn't matter. That's it. That's it. I think – I honestly think, Jazz, that mindset has been – probably one of the biggest shifts in the actual whole group. I, f- I feel like they were so, like, scared to make mistakes in that yeah. patch of bad form. But I think it's finally clicked for them that, you know, you, you take it on, sometimes you'll stuff it up, but, like, just keep doing it. Like, the thing that – one of the things that I love to see that got us going in that second half was that handball from Doc inside that was a dangerous mm. handball that ended up with Motlop kicking his goal. Like, yeah. go back to round 10 to 12. We weren't doing that handball. That that was really good to see. Like, uh, and, uh, and like I said, that first half wasn't great, but they – like, and actually another thing that made me really happy, I listened to Vossi's presser, and um, it's probably been the best thing I've ever heard him say. He said – he said to the boys at halftime, you know, how do you guys want to play in this second half? And they all just said, we want to play our way. And hearing that just about put the hairs on the back of my neck, just knowing yeah. that even though we were down, like they were like, yep, yeah, let's do this. You know, we're ready to go. So I think, yeah, I'm just so proud of the change in their mindset in the last few weeks. It's it's brilliant. Now, I know you guys weren't at the game, but when they did run out um, after halftime, Patrick was not there. I heard this. And when I tell you my heart fell out of my asshole, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not exaggerating, okay? He was a good, like, 45 seconds behind everyone else. Maybe and then he I just, just needed a bathroom break. <laughs> Maybe something fell out of his asshole. <laughs> Oh my god! But I saw this. I saw this little cripper running in his white uniform, catching up to everyone else, and I was like, "Oh, he's fine. Oh, he's fine." That would have that that would have not been good. Oh, Mm-mm. it just gave me a bit of a bit of an anxiety that. But he's he's he, the one man that we need out there. He's he's a hundred percent very important to us. Another one I want to touch on is Zach Fisher. Woo! Woo, Zach, Zachy boy. Zachy. <laughs> He's, um, yeah, the good old Zach attack. He is in, um, like, career revival form. I don't mind a bit like, of Zachy Finchie off the back line. I don't mind oh, it. I love it. I think I love it. I think he is a behind-the-ball player for sure. I think that this whole time when we've had him on the wing and we've had him playing half four, I think he's better on, like, coming – from defense and into attack. I think Miller, you're saying I don't like it. Um, no, I just I think he played a really good game, and I do think he's got a lot of talent. Don't get me wrong. I just have my question marks on whether we can afford to have someone play that offensive when we've already got some offensive-minded halfbacks. And I just the only question mark I have is if now Jordan Boyd is available. 
Jordan Boyd can attack and defend. Does that mean Zach Fisher gets squeezed out? I don't think he should be dropped after playing so well. No. But the question mark is, when you go over a body of work, who are you going to trust more on the halfback flank, Jordan Boyd or Zach Fisher? That's the question I put to you, Yeah. Too. Yes, I agree that Jordan Boyd comes in because I love that man and I love... <laughs> <laughs> no That's besties bias. No besties no. bias here. Um. <laughs> I love Zach too. They're both. They're both up there. No, no, no. Here's my thing. Zach, good, good. Boydie, good, good. Good. (laughs) They will find the room, and I believe they will find the room. If that means, and I love Paddy Dow, but if that means Paddy's our sub man. For a little bit longer. Don't shake your head at me, Camilla. I'm not taking the shake you can't. head. No, we're, we're past this. This is what we used to do three years ago. Oh, let's find somewhere to put this guy. If he's not good enough to play on the halfback flank, which is where he's been in the VFL, I'm sorry. Then he's safe. Then he keeps his got suspended. He needs to stay in the twos then for a little bit until he finds, like, till he gets back in. Three games he has missed. And that's, I think Boydie's great. I'd put him in the team any day of the week. Because he's missed these three games, I feel like give him a run to get back in the swing of things, put him back in. Let's test the form again against Melbourne. Let's test it. Let's put everyone back to the test and go from there. It's a next man up game. It's a next man up. If you're not performing, then you get dropped and someone else gets put in your spot. But they're performing, so I actually can't see them making too many changes next week. Unless, unless, what if Sam Walsh is fit? (laughs) Tell me what you would do. Okay. All right. Let's, I just want to deal with the first thing you said before we <laughs> deal with hypotheticals. Um, I mean, no, Tori, I do agree. You you actually saved yourself slightly there in the second part of your – you let me finish. Saying, Please, yeah, If you can let me finish now, it would be nice. Um, instead of – I just didn't like – I did not like the fact that you said, Oh, we'll find a way and we'll put Zach Fisher on the ball. Like, we're not doing that any. Hey, let me finish. We're not doing that anymore. Paddy Dow is a better center clearance player than what Zach Fisher is. So, if Zach's not playing on a halfback flank, I don't see a spot for him in this team. He's coming, he's been playing in the VFL on a halfback flank and he's actually been playing very nicely. He's come in, he's had one really good game. I agree that he should get another game this week and Boyd probably should come back via the VFL, but I don't want to see them just make him, put him on the wing just to try and keep him in the team. I only said it, and it was more of a question to all in a statement kind of way, that because Paddy was seen to be the person they were going to sub out and they only left him on the field because he kicked a goal. I agree. I love Paddy Dow. I will keep him. I am the biggest advocator for showing what that man can do any day of the week because of my positivity levels, as we know. I'm not having, like, I'm not against what you're saying, and I 100% agree we don't just want to fill a spot or move people around for the sake of doing that. But I kind of, in a way, trust Zach's ability. If they they were going to do that, I wouldn't hate it. I'm not going to say he's not going to get the job done because I think he's hit a level where he's going to do what he can to stay in this side now, no matter the task. I hope so. I really do. And I've been pretty harsh against him this year. But I think, mm. you know, I, I would love to see him sort of resurrect and stay at the club because, you know, we 
we like we love these players, and that's why we get so frustrated. We just want to see him do well. So, um, yeah, I do. I definitely agree with your second point. And the whole, the whole if Walshie's back, it's going to be interesting. <sighs> yeah, I'd say. I don't know. Dow probably would maybe get put to the sub and Ed just out of the side. I don't know. I'm not too sure. It's it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. But that's what I mean. It's that we're at that yeah. point where, especially when we're winning and it's such a team performance, we have some big outs. If those big outs start to come in, we have to make some tough decisions of some of the boys losing their spot because they are our probably our best 22, the ones that are injured. It's such mm. a hard thing. And I think this is where it gets tricky as much as we want all of our boys to play who are playing well, we don't we don't get that. We don't get to have that luxury. No. No, and no. I think that's one of the biggest problems with our supporter base is that we hyper fixate on a personal level on players and we yeah. get really obsessed with, oh, this person's been through that, so they should play. Or this person's just come in and they've done this, so that should they should play. I think we're too emotionally attached to the boys on a personal level. And it's a good thing, but it's also like it makes this kind of stuff hard. So in saying that, pass me the controversial Camilla stick for a minute. Caleb Marchbank, for instance. Don't piss me off. But I'm just saying you're having emotional connection. In a way, teams fully fit, fully fit. Does he keep his spot? In his current, like after yesterday's performance, no. I think I think he deserves. Well, he's probably going to get the luxury of time just by the fact yeah. that McGovern is going to be out for three weeks. Which is but we're, not, we're, we're happy um, with that. Look, good to give him a yeah, run. I think that's. I think I can't blame. We all know Caleb has been a very talented player in his time. The only thing I am now concerned with is he's had a lot of injuries and missed a lot of football. Yeah, There's alarm bells going off in my head that there's only so many big injuries people can take before that it actually hinders his ability to play the way that he plays football at his best. And I hope I hope it's just a few weeks of being rusty to come back because even last year when he came back, he was great. Like he, he just came, slotted straight back in and we're like, yep, this is the March Bank that – was in the side two years ago, but he just he's looked a bit off the last couple of weeks. I don't know whether he's had to play he's had to play slightly not his role because we haven't had McGovern in there and Weeders is the only other key back and Kemp sort of taking that intercepting role. So maybe he's not exactly playing that interceptor like he's used to. Um, but look he hasn't been great the last couple of weeks. Um, but yeah he's gonna get he's gonna get time so I think our, def- our if you're a key backman at the moment and you're not in the Carlton team, I would be concerned, uh, Lewis Young. Um, but uh, the other guys, I think they'll just keep getting games. Um, I yeah, and I know I've just I've just mentioned Lewis. I am extremely concerned for that that man's future. Um, the games he's played uh, haven't been great Before this year. Before we I don't go know to what's... Lewis. Before we go to Lewis, I want to go back to Marchie because I just want to make a point. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, you're just like, can she shut up about Marchbank? Yeah, I get it. Okay, I know. But with him, I think 
you're right. Time is going to be his best friend right now. Like he's got, there's a gap now where he has an opportunity to get back to the right pace and like the speed of AFL level. But we have to remember he's been playing at VFL level this whole time. And I just think that at the moment, his biggest concern is lack of awareness and just his like drive to move the ball quickly because he was playing at VFL level. And obviously it's a completely different pace than what we're playing now. It's not even he's coming in to AFL level. He's coming into like a finals level brand of football. Yeah. Everything's 10 times faster. It's 10 times more important. This is season on the line stuff for a good like six teams, really. A lot of those teams, I think we're lucky they play each other. I think that has a bonus on our side. But because he's not just coming into a round 11 team, which us in round 11 we don't talk about, he's not just coming into a middle of the season kind of level. He's coming into the heightened heights of the end of the season, whereas it's be all or end all kind of do or die time. Um, I'm happy. I like Marchie in the team. I like some of the things he's doing. He's had some very, very, very important marks for us over the past couple of weeks. Um, and it just, it will be interesting and exciting to see how he ends the season. I love this man. We know. Okay. Yeah, yep. we know. Um, but I'm also like, I'm his biggest supporter, but I'm also going to sit there and be his harshest critic. And Yes, he's not up to scratch right now, and I will own that, and I will say it because everyone's getting all up in my DMs trying to tell me he's really shit. He's not really shit. He's underdone. Yeah. He needs time. Let- give him the give him the rest of the season. Let him find his feet again. If he's still not improving by then, then we talk about it. But you can't just write someone off after two games. Yeah. Thank I you. I agree. And back to Lewis, now that we've talked about Marchie. I want to quote Mr. Terry, our Blue Abroad man. He said something about Fish saying, can he not just be out of form? Can Lewis Young not just just be out of form? I think he was such an important role for us last year when Weeders went out and he stepped up and did his job. Can he not just be out of form? He's been moved around a bit. It's been a lot. It's been an interesting year because think about that six-week period. I could name a good 15 players on the field that were not in form when we were losing. 15. Now, with saying that, he got dropped at that time, brought back in briefly as a ruck. But as saying, like, he's being – it's not a consistent performance. He's not really being given – his Lewis Young best because there's others above him and that's okay. But can he not just be out of form is my question. Oh, you can, of course he can be out of form. I, I think I'm just a slightly concerned because he wasn't, wasn't much good at the Bulldogs and I'm just concerned last year was a bit of an outlier, but hopefully, you know, he's, he, he's got plenty of time to, to get better, but I don't think he'll be playing for us again this year unless we get more key position yeah. injuries. So. And I think I it's just I just that. I'm just dis- I'm just I'm honestly just disappointed because at the end of last year I thought cool we've found Weeders as defensive partner but I think well I'll tell you what Weedering's been in in season best form and been in amazing form ever since yeah. Lewis has gone out of the side so it actually gives merit to some of those things we were seeing on Twitter that uh, maybe I don't know he, him and Weeders weren't pairing too well together but um, I'm just 
just yeah, just sort of putting it out there that I'm concerned for him. And I'm I think the thing that also concerns me is Lewis's lack of intent when I've seen him play football this year. That's I feel like that's something that should be a non-negotiable. And he just looks like he hasn't really wanted to be out there. So yeah, just got some concerns about him going forward. I can understand that and I see I see where you're coming from. I also think the likes of I don't we've all said it. I know each of us right now have said this before, but Brody Kemp just needed a consistent run at AFL level to show everyone what he can do and he's yeah. done that so beautifully and if he is injured which no one actually knows what's going on there. I don't think he I didn't see anything. I didn't even hear anything on the TV. Pretty all sure. I thought was that it was a head knock and he was bleeding. That's all I thought. Because then he came Someone back said on. Someone he came back off. Because that's what I thought. No, so, so what what happened is I think he got a slight cramp um, on his oh, sort of fine. back of his leg. It's not a hamstring. Uh, apparently there was no ice or anything. So Good. I think he's going to be okay. Good. But and what I was saying I about that, man. is – as well, um, he was recruited to be backup, so he's not bad backup to have. So, and he wouldn't be on a hell of a lot of cash. I, I think we need to have a crack at a key defender at this off season. I don't really know who, but I think we need a key defender. I disagree. I also disagree. I, I think you. I thoroughly you disagree. I don't think you can. So we're going to put our hopes in Mitch McGovern being fit for. 22 weeks, is that what we're doing He now? pretty much was. And, 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 oh, he pretty much was for the first time in his career, and he's now getting older. Are we putting our confidence in Kayla Marchbank? I don't think so. Okay, I understand. This is making Okay, Alex, Alex Chincotta says hi. Alex Chincotta says hi. Is Alex, is Alex Chincotta a six foot six? Can Can you play Alex <laughs> Chincotta on Tom Hawkins? I don't care. Come on. Come on, girls. <laughs> Let's be real. Guys, guys, no, calm I, down. I the Blues are winning. I, We're seven yeah. in a row. Calm down. Calm down. But, no, but do you know what Vossi always says? You know, we've got to go about our weeks the exact same as we would if we win or we lose. We've got to be consistent. Yeah. And these are issues that, that hang around even if we're losing or winning. So it's just a few things that's been on my mind. I, I do believe we need to have a look at a key position player at the end of the year. Okay, James Sicily, come play. Let's be realistic, Jasmina. Jasmina, please. I love, I love that man. I really do love that man. He's probably like my outside of Carlton man's. Him and Jack Guinea. Guinea, come yeah. on. Guinea. Guinea's a boss. Come Guys, on, well, enough out of this conversation. Let's move on. This weekend, we play the D's. MCG, 725, Saturday night. How else would you be wanting to spend your Saturday night, really? Let me let me tell you. I think it's a Carlton home game. If you aren't going to the game, what are you doing? This is the time it'll be, to go. It'll be Melbourne's biggest crowd for the whole year. And it's not nice going to be loss. because of them, is it? No. Get down to the game. Fill up the crowd. Make it nice and loud. The roof's back. Open. There is no roof. I want it to echo. I want to hear you all the way from the gong, okay? Okay. Thank you. Now, Got it. Camilla, I would need your your winner, your margin, and, of course, your Magic Lala prediction. I think I'm going to say Carlton by 24 points. Woo! 
Um, and my magic Lala prediction is I think we're going to see David Cunningham kick two goals in the third quarter to put the lead out for Carlton to 38 points. Um, and then we'll just hang on for the rest of the game. So I think we're going to blow them out the water a little bit. We're going to play some real nice, fun footy and we'll hang on and get a nice win and finals will be booked and then we can just have a relaxing last fortnight of the AFL, hopefully. I love to see it. I love to I love to see it. Um, this has been great. Thank you. A bit of a heated besties episode. Yeah. I think we're all just I think we all just want the success so bad. Hmm. And we're getting a bit nitpicky and we're getting a bit angry because we're feeling the pressure again. We need to win every game if we can because it is that congested like between you know, fifth spot and tenth spot. Do you know what's better than seven in a row? Eight in a row. No, nah, four in a row. When we win the flag, go the blues. I do think we're getting a bit heated because we're a bit nervous. I think it's like some co- uh, it's subconscious nerves and subconscious anxiety around the pressure of what the next three weeks is for the club. Although yeah. the last seven have been amazing. Yeah. And I can't I can't really fault them. I really can't. They've shown us that they can win in several scenarios against several teams that play different game styles. They can come back and win. We've seen everything we need to see. We should be a hundred and ten percent like faithful that they can get it done. But but I do think that round twenty-three PTSD Round 22 and round 23, PTSD is slowly creeping in as we get closer to the end of the season. <sighs> Don't remind me, bro. Please. I know. I know. I, I understand where you're coming from. I agree that there's just so much happening in the last three weeks. We're in a very good spot, though. Yeah. We're on the rise. Um, it is a 14-game win streak to the grand final. <laughs> no, we're when not getting ahead of ourselves. the last time that happened? Oh, Ari. I don't know. Ari. <laughs> oh, he's not here. Um, but, no, I, I, there's a lot riding on the last three games of the season. I do agree we need to win at least two of them, and yeah. I am confident that we will do so. Um, I'm going to try my absolute best to get there for round 24 because last season I said I'm coming to Carlton Collingwood and I couldn't get down. And I just love to think in my head that if I was there, it might have made a difference. So I would like to be there, please, and thank you. Yes, that would be really good if you were there, babe. How, like, it would be Bestie's core. Like, it would be Bestie's core for our debut season to be the roller coaster ride that it was and for our debut season to be the one where we win a premiership. I would retire. I wouldn't I wouldn't come back. I I wouldn't come back. I'd just be like, that's it, thanks. I, my job's done. 
Thanks. I feel like we made Advertise. a call earlier. We've, we made a call very early on the besties that if <laughs> if we didn't make finals, we're done. We're not having this again. We're not, we're not oh. going to be here next year. But I'm, I think we've had fun. There's not many rounds left. Now, we're telling you all this now. If the Blues make finals, there will be live besties on the Blue Abroad yeah. YouTube channel. You're going to get yep. to talk to us live. We'll be answering the comments. We'll be doing our usual run through. It's going to be. Terry will be there. Terry will be there. We couldn't do it without him. I'm excited. I think we should do it the week before, like just a general chat and like a pump up. That oh, bye week. You know what? I like that. Yeah. 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 Hot. Okay. We can do that. I'm here. I'm here for it. Um, now, Melbourne, mm. how are you feeling about it? Like, what are your thoughts about what's going to go down? I was less confident going into the St Kilda game than I am going into the Melbourne game. After round 22 last year, I don't fear them like I should, if that makes I sense. I actually think it just motivates a little yeah. bit. I think that the last time we played Melbourne and – um, Collingwood, we were severely like negative. I forgot we mentally. Played yeah, we were like we were in a rut. We we're mentally negative. We genuinely didn't have any internal belief. Nothing. It's funny you say that though, because I remember watching that game. Obviously, now that you say it, it was mm. a terrible game of football from both sides. To be honest, and again, yeah. bad kicking yeah. is bad footy. We are every chance under the sun for this game. Every mm. chance. Because I don't well, that's think what, Melbourne are, I don't think they're all that, to be honest. Like, look how well, they started against Melbourne. That's what I'm saying, babe. That's exactly my point. My point is that our mentality as a supporter base, as a coaching group, as a playing group, completely different from what it was when we played both Collingwood and Melbourne. Mm. Earlier in the year, we we're in a rut. They got us into they. You know what? As the Collingwood supply, uh, as the Collingwood supporters have been saying all goddamn week, they got us at a good time. Yeah. Well, last time they got us at a good time. Now we're gonna get them at a good time because we're playing footy our way. We're playing fast footy, high pressure footy. Our we're actually scoring goals. We're not just relying on Charlie. Charlie's doing his job, bringing the ball to the ground to the smalls. The midfield is so connected the transition from the back half to the forward 50 is amazing i can't fault them we just need to play our way they said it themselves cam mentioned it earlier in bossy's press conference what they want to do is play their way so all we can ask of them is to play their way if they don't get the chocolates give us the fight that's fine it's not the end of the world you know what we said we said the collingwood game was a free hit this is now officially a free hit. The world does not end if we don't win. But in saying that, we're probably going to win. So. <laughs> you said it perfectly. You have. Um, yeah. Simply. I think that's. Simply. That's me. I know. <laughs> Every time I say that recently, I'm like, it's just simply Jasmina. Um, but no, simply you've put it. You've put it simply. <laughs> put it in a way that I can't – I have nothing to add because you've covered it perfectly. 
Um, Nick Newman is holding Pickett to nothing. Nothing. Nada. Nothing's going on down there, in my opinion, because Nick Newman has a nice warm spot in his pocket. Um, mm. Do you reckon he'll go to Frisch? Bailey Frisch? He might. You don't reckon? I don't know. I love a Nick Newman on the small, the small cheeky forwards because he's a bit cheeky, you know. Oh, you reckon Cozzy? Yeah, pick it. Pick it in his pocket. He picketed the pickpocket. Pick it in the pocket. Yeah, see? Well, Pickett won't be picking remember, anything from remember, the pocket when remember, he's in Nick's we pocket. Didn't have Nick Newman. We didn't have Nick Newman round 22 last year. I know. The difference. Nick Newman is the difference. <laughs> Far out. Far okay. Out. Okay. Tips. Are you ready? Let me get the ladder up because I like emotionally tipping rather than, um, you know. I did a ladder predictor last night. Logically tipping. Did a ladder predictor, but we went we went full like. Enough or serious? We know like serious like it was it was a tough some tough calls but we we didn't look at the ladder and we went straight for what is actually going to happen but you know what yeah everything is up in the air everything just beat collingwood everybody let's just put that out there where did you have us oh we finished fifth our two points was forever in our favor for that oh amazing I know. I think we're very lucky that everyone below us, a lot of them are playing each other the next three weeks. Yeah. Because we play Giants the last round. It's We're feeling a little lucky here. You know on Google where it goes search or I'm feeling lucky? We're clicking the I'm feeling lucky tab. All right, let's do this. Friday night, Collingwood versus Geelong at the MCG. Now listen. Listen, guys, we, we actually want Collingwood to win this. We do. So we're tipping It's them. much, much, much better for us. However, oh, I'm a bit concerned about the Carlton effect and um, how I've seen it uh, rattle Port Adelaide the way that it has. And we're starting mm-hmm. to see it a little bit with the pies. So it could very well go either way, this one. I think that I'm going to manifest it to be Collingwood. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like those words, but I'm going to say them as well. <sighs> Pies are winning that one. It's at the MCG, which I think helps. The last two yep. games that Geelong have, in a way, one, lost, two, scraped by. Not convinced. Not convinced. Yeah. Yeah, I know no. Collingwood also has not been convincing, but I think the Pies are that team that they now are like, oh, oh, okay, we've been shown up for two weeks in a row. Where's our brand of footy? Let's bring it they back. They need to bounce back. Yep. Yeah. I think Dacos is a big loss. Big loss. Um, That's but... a long time too. Six weeks, yeah? Yeah. Big loss. Um, But we will see how it goes. Saturday, North Melbourne versus Essendon. I actually North. think North can get this done. And that's I think not so too. Like with my, they showed up Melbourne in that first half, showed mm-hmm. them up. 
I didn't even watch the game, and I know they showed them up. So and Essendon are an absolute rebel of a football club, and they are going they? absolutely. They are going nowhere fast. They are literally Lord running on a treadmill. They are they running on a treadmill. You know, we use the word they scraped past. It's their past. Like it's not even that scraping point. Just made it over that finish line against West Coast. Yeah. Just. I West think Coast it's another. I think it's another um, season for Essendon without a finals appearance. Anyways. North Melbourne. Kanga, Kanga, Kanga. There we go. Roo, roo, roo. <laughs> yes, they're so winning. They're so winning. I was waiting for you to do it. I was waiting. Um, Sydney versus the Gold Coast Suns. The only reason I do it is for Ben Mackay. Of course. Anyways. Sydney versus the Gold Coast Suns at the SCG. Does it really matter, this one? Um, I th- actually think we'd prefer Gold Coast to win, just to give us a bit more of a buffer. Yeah, breathing space. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, but I think the Swans are going to win. That's fair, but I wouldn't... Uh, is Took back this week? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. only a one-week suspension. Only a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, to me, the way they played against the Brisbane Lions... If they can bring that flair with him back in the team, Sydney. I watched Sydney live the other day. I did. I watched it happen. And like Were the Giants, no, the it was Ooh. a rainy game. The second half was torrential rain. Sorry, I'm just looking at the ladder and I can't believe that we were fifteenth. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Anyway, mind-boggling. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go the Suns. I'll go with Sydney, but I hope it's the Suns. Fair. Brisbane Lions, Adelaide Crows at the Gabba. I say go Brisbane, Brisbane. Lions. Yeah. yeah. Raw. Raw. Also good wow. for us. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Amazing. Oh, look at that. Okay. Skippity-doo. Us. Um, West Coast versus Fremantle in Perth. We've got the Derby. Who are you tipping? I think Freo is going to win and I think Frederick's going to do another backflip. I like it. That's kind of fun. Kind of funky. I think West Coast are a sneaky chance just because they have been kind of showing up a little bit. But Frio seem to be doing something the past two weeks. Um, they almost beat the Lions. Yeah. Who are a premiership push. I just think that this is what I mean. You li- There is no unbeatable teams. There's no unbeatable team. Maybe Carlton, but there's no unbeatable team. <laughs> Shut up. This next one, we're going Frio, by the way, but this next one I actually think is going to be a humdinger. A humdinger? Hawthorne, a humdinger. Hawthorne versus the Doggies. Wait for it. In Tassie. Oh. Oh, see? Oh. See? No, but the thing – hang on, stop. Was that game literally – not the game that ruined our finals chances last year. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And Hawthorne couldn't get it done. So if Hawthorne, if they care, if they care Hawthorne. about what I went through last year at all, they Hawthorne. will get it done this time. And you know what? They only just let it go. Like, no. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed again. Thanks for bringing that up. Time. Ugh. I'm going the Hawks. Because yeah, if they too. can beat the pies, they can beat the dogs. They can do it. I hope Especially they were there. Especially in they, Tassie. Can they have like a retro jersey 
playoff because they both bring out some retro jersey magic this past I weekend. loved Hawthorne's retro Oh, um, gorgeous. Jersey. It's yeah. so much better than their stripes. I think they should wear that all the time. Uh, we'll In see. my opinion. Anyways, go the horse. Uh, you know our you know oh. our Guernsey is the re- is a retro Guernsey. I know. Like we've been doing this for ages. Like that's the retro emblem. Get line, everybody. Line Guys, up. Guys, you're late. Join you're us. so late. You're so, so late. late. I told you we're better than everybody else. Anyways, <laughs> St yeah. Kilda Richmond <laughs> at Marvel Stadium. <laughs> Far out. Now this one is a. Big one for the Saners. I think Richmond are too far gone to make it now. Um, but it is a big one for the Saints. Massive. I think that a Richmond dubs here would be good. Yes. But whether or not they can get it done is a different story. Where is it? At the MCG? No, no, no. At Marvel. Oh. If St Kilda play like they played against us and can keep it up the whole game, yes. Richmond also had a nasty performance at Marvel Stadium against the Doggies. Richmond yeah. just – they have the bogey-wogies at Marvel, Marvel Stadium. Yeah, they're no good at Marvel, no good at Marvel. No. That's a tough one. Saints are favourites. I'm going to be selfish. Sorry, Bronson. I'm going with the Tiggies. Raw. Yeah. Meow. No. But it's not a raw and it's not a meow. It's like a mix between both. Like a yeah. raw. Yeah, raw. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've lost it. Okay. Port Adelaide versus the Giants at Adelaide Oval. All right, I'm going to need Port Adelaide to pull their finger out and get it done. Okay. I agree. I agree. Do it for us, Port. After everything. Please. After everything. <laughs> what do you mean? We've just ruined their half their season. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, they just need to pull their finger out and get it done. Thanks. They, I actually think they'll do it. I, I think the Geelong game show that they still have it in them. They were very, very unlucky with their outs, a few sicknesses, things like that, that they'll get a few players back. I think they do it. They do it at home, home crowd, never tear us apart, blaring through the speakers pre-game. I think they get it done. All right. I'm going with with the pair and I'm trusting you. Yeah. All right. Carlton versus Melbourne. Saturday Night Lights, MCG, 5th versus 2nd, 7.25. Jazz is going to be there. She's going to be wandering the post-game. I want everyone to bring a lid. And you're going to be throwing it into I don't even care where. Just throw them. Just get rid of them if we win, honestly. Every lid you have in the house, you don't need them anymore. You won't, when we you won't win. need them. You won't need them if we win. So hold when them tight win. to your chest because this is the ultimate test. Oh, that rhymed. <laughs> Fire out. Okay. You've lost. You've lost the plot. I've lost the plot. I'm actually getting like my delusion, my delulus. Remember we talked about delulus at the Gold Coast game? Yeah. 
My Delulus have returned, but it's not the same. This is Delulus, like, it's gotten to my head. Yeah, I know. Like, it's actually engraved in your brain. So so big. big. Yeah. We're actually the best team in the league. Okay. I've been trying so hard to just keep a lid on it because I just have this sub like this voice in the back of my head that's going it's gonna bite you in the ass it's gonna bite you in the ass no 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 okay let's I'm move on saying. before before it gets scary please give me your winner your margin and your magic lala prediction i'm going the baggers Woo! by 21 points Woo! and my Lala is Nick Newman will have 36 disposals and beat his all-time career high of 35. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm going to put Motlop down for two. Nice. Nice. And I'm going to put... She's really thinking this one through. Maybe, maybe we'll give. I'm, I think Harry's going to kick two goals because he'll be playing this week. <sighs> Thank you. Jasmina, why would you say that? Because uh, that's my Lala. I'm going to cry if Harry plays this week. I need a minute. I'm not good. Holy crap. Why would you say that? I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about it. Well, that's my la la, so get your own. No, well, I don't need to la la it, but if that comes true, I'm flying to Melbourne and giving you a kiss. I don't care. <laughs> I don't like kisses. I don't really care. No, shh. Give me your winner, Margin, and Lala. Carlton. Bye. 23 points. Oh, get out of it. Actually, I'm going to say 24. I'm going to say 24 because this episode is episode 24 of the Besties. Nick Newman is number 24. Nick Newman's going to kick a goal. Oh, I almost said that, so I reckon that's going to come true. Mm, I like it. Um, Newman's going to kick a goal. I'm envisioning. <laughs> I'm envisioning Jack Martin kicking three. Wow. Okay. And it's going to be a three Brownlow point performance from our captain, Patrick Cripps. I like it. I know. I like it. If you know the worst of the song, sing along. Sing along. Sing Sing along. along. (laughs) Please. Don't be in love with someone else. Please don't lose this game, Carlton. I need you to win. <laughs>